Welcome to Real Talk Manitoba, a podcast bringing you monthly insights into all things real estate from Manitoba Realtors. Well, thanks for joining us for episode two of Real Talk Manitoba. I'm your host, David von Mayenfeldt, and this episode, we're going to step outside the perimeter and explore some exciting opportunities in Manitoba's recreational property market. And we're gonna hear from two realtors who have a wealth of expertise in the market in two regions to the east side of Winnipeg. Allow me to welcome Reg Black, broker owner at Century 21 Sun Country Realty in Beausager, member of the Manitoba Realtor Global Business Council and 2007 president of the Manitoba Real Estate Association. I'm also pleased to welcome Julie Friesen, Delta Real Estate in Steinbach, director on the MREA Board of Directors, and MREA's president-elect. Now, before we get started, let's get to know our guests. My name is Julie Friesen. I'm with uh, Delta Real Estate in Steinbach, broker owner, and have been in the industry for just under 16 years. Morning, David. I've uh, been in the real estate business since uh, 1995, and I've been selling cottage recreation-type properties since 1997. Nice. So, Reg, you're you're based in Beausager, but I know um, I know the region you work is a lot broader than uh, than the town. So, what's something some of our listeners might not know about your area? Well, although my office is in Beausager, we are sort of that's just a landing pad because our recreation areas are quite diverse in eastern Manitoba, and in our area, there's a large recreation area just to the east of us that encompasses four different uh, recreation areas. And those are three of those are provincial parks, the Whitehall Provincial Park, Napaming Provincial Park, and Atiki Provincial Park, but also the Lactabani uh, Recreation Area, which is quite diverse and large, encompassing the Winnipeg River, Lee River, and Bird River. Those in our office also uh, work in the beaches area, which is all those areas on the east side of Lake Winnipeg. So Julie, you're based in Steinbach. What's something that, uh, that's, that our listeners might not know about your area? Well, we're actually close to a lot of recreational areas, Woodridge being one of them. So Steinbach is about 35 to 40 minutes from Winnipeg. And we have uh, some communities not far from Steinbach where a lot of people like to head out on the weekends to uh they're actually shockingly close to a lot of lakes. So we have Whitemouth Lake, Moose Lake, and Birch Point and Buffalo Point, which are all fairly commuting distance from the Woodridge Sandylands area. And it's uh, shocking how many people go out there on the weekends. It's only 35 minutes from Steinbach and uh, to, to get out to those areas. From there, head out fishing and, and just enjoy the, the wildlife. What else is popular in your area? Uh, we have a lot of trail systems. So outside of Steinbach, if you are looking for recreational property there, there seems to be a lot of um, people wanting, if it's fat bikes, dirt biking or quadding or in winter snowmobiling, um, we have a, a wonderful trail system that goes through uh, Sandylands and Woodridge area. And it is just crazy, especially over with the with the times that are that we're in right now. There's been um, an abundance of people heading out there and taking advantage of the the great outdoors and our wonderful summers and and utilizing the trail systems. That's great. Now, Reg, I want to turn it back to you. 
let's take a moment to to look at the recreational market and we all know what's happened in the big cities over the past year but has it been a year like any other for you as well well definitely the market uh, for recreation properties has escalated significantly in the last year manitobans were unable to do any international travel two years ago even this past winter and may not be able to do much this coming winter so People are looking to recreation opportunities that are closer to home. We haven't seen this kind of activity a number of years. And in fact, I probably have to go all the way back to the early 2000s, 2005, 2006, 2007, where, you, where the recreation property was uh, significant back then. It's, it's right back to where, to that time. It's definitely a lot of people looking to get out of the, out of the city. And for not only for recreation purposes, some of them are looking to get out because they realize that they can work from home. And if there's decent or good internet access, then they're uh, either relocating or retiring or semi-retiring out to their recreation properties. The cool thing I think is, is that it's not just a seasonal thing or summertime thing. It's a year-round thing. People are having fun uh, going out snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, snowmobiling in the winter. There's hundreds and hundreds of miles of trail systems that people can snowmobile on. So they have fun in the summer. And, and maybe you call it party central if you like, but it, they also have fun in the winter. And I, in fact, me being a cottage owner myself, we enjoy our cottage just as much as in the winter as we do in the summer, because we go out there and we have a skating rink out on the river. We, we do some cross-country skiing. Uh, well, I don't do as much. My wife does. But we also have snowshoe trails that go off out through the bush. And uh, it's very picturesque. So uh, you can enjoy these places year round because the municipalities in the areas are keeping them open year round. So it's not just a seasonal thing. You have really. me looking forward to uh, winter, Reg. <laughs> <laughs> well, We're especially when it's hot. <laughs> I didn't think of that part of owning a re- when I owned a recreation property. I didn't think of that piece about maybe enjoying it on a year-round basis. But uh, I'm an avid snowmobiler, and I know that there's, like Julie mentioned, there's hundreds and hundreds of miles of snowmobile trails in eastern Manitoba to enjoy. And so I experienced that before I was even a cottage owner. And now that I'm a cottage owner, I, I just there's so much more to enjoy. It's funny, the exact opposite happened to us. We um, had a seasonal on Lake of the Woods, and we found out we could not uh, visit our seasonal in the winter. So we purchased some recreational property out in the Woodridge area. And we did not realize we would enjoy it out there as much as we do. So we thought it would only be a property to enjoy in the winter, to snowmobile to and from, warm up by the wood stove, watch the deer as they're coming to eat. But it's shocking. We have actually... Uh, been enjoying it just as much throughout the summer head up to the lakes if we want to go spend the day fishing so it's been just awesome julie did you say watch the deer or watch the beer or is that the, <laughs> both. Or, both. watch the deer drink the beer <laughs> there you go so your typical weekend out there is probably spending a bit of time on the lake yeah we're we're not far so if we decide to head out to the lake that's always an option we um have actually really been enjoying just the the trails and getting out and doing some quadding so pack a little lunch and and head out for the afternoon um there's lots of of cool little pit stops lots of nice little uh there's a, a creek we like to go go to and uh sit and visit with people and and it's awesome So there's no shortage of great things to do. I think that's pretty clear. Now, I want to create a scenario here and maybe maybe the two of you can help me walk through the process you'd go through and what the options would be for 
a first time buyer of recreational property. So imagine we have a couple from Winnipeg, they're empty nesters. They're looking for a second property. They're comfortable, but they're not millionaires. And they're looking for a cottage property or a, or a small acreage. Reg, let me turn it over to you. And where do we go? Where do we start here? Well, usually when somebody suggests that they're looking for a recreation property, in, in some cases they have some experience because their family may have had a recreation property in the past, whether it's in the you know Grand Beach area or the White Shell, whatever, it doesn't matter where they were, but they may have some experience or they just may want to have that opportunity to create uh, something for their kids and or their grandkids or friends and family. To them, I would suggest that they should firstly take a drive, explore Manitoba. You know, you may think that you like uh, the Grand Beach area, but, uh, or you may think you like the Lactabonny area or the White Shell or, uh, or Buffalo Point, wherever the case may be. I think it's important just to jump in the car with the family or the wife or whatever, and just go for a drive. Once you take in that drive, you'll probably narrow it down to, oh, I like this area. And so once you've identified an area, then you can start to focus on what type of a property that you want. But that's the first step I think anybody needs to take when they're looking to get into a recreation type property in Manitoba. So walk me through a couple examples of recreational properties that the buyers could look at. Well, it's diverse, I guess. You know, do you want to buy a lot where you can then create what you want or maybe your own vision? Do you want to buy an existing little cottage and start out there, uh, which some people do, which is kind of cool. And then, oh, and, or do you want to buy, you know, uh, you're certain that you want to be on the water. Uh, you want to buy a waterfront property. So there, right off the bat, there's three different options. On top of that is, is the other piece as we talked about earlier was, is that, do you want to be seasonal or do you want to be year round? The last piece would be, do you want to be close to services? Or do you want to be remote? You know, you have to decide what is it that you're looking for on a property. That's that's the you know, the, and through your investigation, this couple would be able to identify that. When you're dealing with recreational buyers, is it about the house or is it about the land? Well, first of all, I agree with everything that Reg said. Uh, the one thing I would add to that is whether or not it's pavement all the way to the property. We've had a few people, uh, especially in the Steinbach area, if it's an antique car they own or a motorcycle and they want to um, go out for a nice destination ride and, and head out to the recreational property, um, it is a concern if they have to travel down large amounts of gravel. So that has been something, um, especially with the Woodridge area that has attracted um, a lot of people from the city. As far as house or property being important recreation i would say the property if there is no dwelling or the dwelling actually needs a lot of work that doesn't seem to turn people away that's really good to know thanks julie so reg let me ask you this and i'll, I'll be honest I'm, I'm a city guy here and often when you hear about a, a recreational property or a cottage the first thing you think of is lakefront now is it all lakefront in this market or is it a little more nuanced than that? Well, it's definitely more nuanced than that because there's such a diverse part of cottages. You can, like, as I referenced earlier, you could have a, some people don't uh, want to traverse the long winding roads, in some cases gravel to get to these places, but it, 
it can be a, a backcountry type property. It could be a waterfront property. And it could be a back cottage in some cases that has access to waterfront. I, I guess everybody, maybe in your mind, David, because you're you're in the city, you think right away that, okay, I'm thinking a cottage, you're thinking of something with a dock, you're sitting on the end of the dock and having a cup of coffee. But that's not what everybody wants. And that's not in some cases what everybody can afford. I think there's a budget for just about anybody looking for a cottage property in Manitoba as a starter place or as a hundreds of thousand dollar or type waterfront year round home. The range is so significant. I mean, I could sell you a $20,000 back lot, or I could sell you a, you know, $800,000 home on the water. Just to give you a context, it's so diverse. And so it's for everybody. If they really want to explore the get away from the city and have a place to go to on the weekend. Um, there's no limitations for people wanting in Manitoba anyways, for people being able to do that. Can you have it all? If you want to have some space for, for gardening or, you know, to practice your golf swings in the rough and, and to have an acre or two, like, can you have it all? Or is, is this, is this a process of perhaps narrowing it down a little bit and finding out what matters most? Well, I, I think you can have it all because, and it doesn't necessarily need to be an acreage because a lot of the recreation lots can be smaller and still have the opportunity for you have to have room. You know, you could easily have ample opportunity to, to, to be able to create an environment that's comfortable for you and for your family. But I also like to throw out the that, you know, if you're in most recreation areas, you know, even if you're not on the water, you, sometimes you have access to beaches, like in the beach, Grand Beach, Victoria Beach, Patricia Beach, that whole beaches area. Uh, so you can, you know, jump in the car. If it's only a 10 minute ride, you take the kids, you go to the beach for a couple hours and you come home. But if you're into fishing and hunting, as Julie alluded to area, and you know, in her area, as well as ours, I mean, you could, you know, if you want to uh, take your boat and drop it into into the, you know, launch it here or launch it wherever and go for an afternoon or an evening fish or a morning fish, you could do that. Or if you just want to go for a pleasure ride on the boat, you could do that. If you want to pull the kids on a, on a tube or skiing, you could do that. So most places allow you, if you're not on the water, at least they allow you the access to the water. If you can have it all, where do you find the best value in the market for someone who wants to have a little bit of space? So there are lots of opportunities in the uh, southern southeast Manitoba region. If it is a lakefront property you desire, there are affordable options. There are many smaller lakes around that offer places either right on the water or a little bit away from the water. And as Reg mentioned before, they aren't necessarily acreages. There are some smaller pieces of land and that doesn't seem to deter a lot of people because they don't necessarily want a lot of green space to maintain when they head out for the weekend. So the smaller pieces of, of land are, are definitely still selling. We have subdivisions that are two acres to five acres. And if you're looking for a little bit more land and don't want to be right on the water, that seems to be appealing to a lot of people as well. Because the old adage is, you know, in the residential market is that you're never going to get absolutely everything that you want. You might have to compromise a little bit. So where's a little bit of the give and take here uh, 
insofar as a buyer is concerned? I think it's it's the now. They want something they can enjoy now. Uh, so they want to be able to, if work finishes on a Friday or, or whatever your week, work week looks like, if it finishes on a Wednesday, um, they want to just get out and explore the outdoors. And if that means they're giving up their um, and I'm not going to say giving up their dream, but instead of waiting that five to 10 years to, to buy that lakefront property that they were imagining for themselves, they're realizing that they can get something right now within their budget. Um, some of them aren't even having to, to go to the bank. They're, they're, they're purchasing these properties, $20,000 lots, and they're heading out there um, on the weekends, having a fire and um, camping and just spending some good quality family time. Well, I'll tell you what, as soon as we finish recording this episode, Reg, Julie, both of you, please fire off an email to me and tell me what you can get for $20,000 because I'm interested. So do you find it if you're, if you're dealing with buyers from the city that, you know, maybe you want to be within a, a few minutes of gas, groceries, or is this more a matter of finding that beautiful place where you can kick back and relax and forget about all your worries? I think it's very important. People are starting to realize, though, the less amenities that they have isn't necessarily a bad thing. I've noticed with grocery orders, uh, people are are realizing that they, they need to actually head to the stores less. So having amenities not necessarily right out your front door, but but close by that you can visit maybe once a week or, or twice a week seems to be enough. I have noticed though that not everybody cares about the amenities thing. When they, when they head out for a couple of days, they bring what they need from home. And if they do run out of a loaf of bread or something like that, um, there is usually a, a store within driving distance within five to 10 minutes that you can get to, to replace that. Or you get creative and you Google a recipe for a homemade bannock over the fire and away you go. Golfing is, is popular uh, pastime up where you are. Is proximity to a golf course a key consideration? Uh, for sure, for some. Right. I mean, there's some people who are avid golfers and they want to have a, access to some, some golf courses. And, and there are a number of quality golf courses in, in, in Eastern Manitoba. So, um, you know, so it's, it really, I guess it really boils down to uh, individual wants and needs. I mean, you know, if you're into golfing, you want to be somewhat close to a golf course. If you're into fishing, you want to be somewhat close to, to, you know, fishing spots. Maybe you're a kayaker or a canoeist, and maybe you want to be able to, you know, to drop your kayak in on a lake or a creek or a river somewhere. You know, um, it's it really boils down to individual wants and needs. Julie, why should I give you a call instead of Reg? I feel like this call has taken a turn. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, like, yeah. I'm going to you know, put on my boxing gloves. <laughs> you know, you, I had me, <laughs> you had me at Bannock, but then, but then Reg mentioned kayaking. So I, I want to give you, I, I want to give you a chance here to win me, win me back. Well, we are only 35 minutes from Steinbach and an hour to the city. And that is another disbelief. A lot of people think, um, that in order to enjoy the great outdoors and, and own a little piece of paradise somewhere, 
you have to hop in the vehicle and and be strapped in for at least two hours before you get to where you want to be and that is not the case proximity to the city is a, is a big thing and if it's kayaking you're into that's great but there's also options tubing for example uh, we have the rat river system which you can hop in a tube and tube down the river there's lots of of other fun things you can do in the winter as reg mentioned uh, cross-country ski trails out this way they are absolutely gorgeous we actually get a lot of winnipeg traffic um, coming out this way in the winter specifically to to utilize the trails and stop for some friendly chit chat. We have warm up shacks um, along the trail system. So it's just a wonderful way to get out and, and just explore Manitoba. Julie, cottage country, 35 minutes from the perimeter. That's a pretty good selling feature, no? Absolutely. We have um, options in, in several different areas with uh, the Steinbach area. You're only 35 minutes from 35, 40 minutes uh, from Winnipeg. And if you're wanting to head further south, um, you're some, some places less than an hour. So it's uh, definitely drawn a lot of people to purchase a secondary property or, or possibly even a retirement property to um, build their dream home on. Well, that's great, Julie. I, I feel like I need to be fair to Reg here because I mean, 35 minutes from the perimeter, options starting at $20,000. Reg, I'm going to be honest, I'm kind of leaning towards Julie here. Let me give you a chance to win me back. I think I alluded to it earlier. I mean, there, our area, I guess, if you wanted to, to just settle in on our area, within an hour of the city, you could be in the beaches area, or you could be in the Lactabani recreation area, or the White Shell, or, you know, and, and beyond that, maybe it's an extra 20 minutes to half an hour to even more uh, recreation opportunities. But I, I guess it's, to me, it's a four season playground. And, um, you know, that, that captures a lot of people in, in a sense, just because if you, if you're starting out, you may think that you're just going to be using it a few weekends in the summer. Well, you know, expand your, your imagination. And what about using it year round? And, uh, you know, the playground being there available year round is kind of captivating for a lot of people. And so that you may not be uh, thinking about kayaking or you may not be thinking about cross-country skiing or, or maybe you're uh, snowshoeing, which is becoming more and more popular or ice fishing. I mean, people, there's you know hundreds and hundreds of opportunities for people to go ice fishing. So in a sense, I believe that, that when you're looking or in our area in particular, it's a four season playground. Come play. We're, we're, we'll welcome you with open arms. A lot of people think that they have to commute long distances to be on a on a lake to actually catch fish. And you don't. In the Woodridge area, you can be on a lake in probably 40, 45 minutes and got your little cozy ice shack all set up, heater going, sipping some morning coffee, and the fish are biting. And it is just a wonderful way to to spend the winter and it's something that you don't necessarily have to pre-plan for again you don't have to reserve a spot on the ice you you wake up early and you decide okay you know what today would be a great day to to head out and do some fishing and away you go i want to ask this next question to both of you are you seeing young people entering the recreational market i've actually been shocked um over the past year and a half there's been a lot of of younger folk that are 
like I said before, they're simply wanting that little piece of paradise now and they're not willing it's not that they're not willing to wait they don't have to wait so they they've got some money saved up and they're wanting that that recreational property right now so i would say i've i've noticed a lot of people in their in their 30s children are still young and they are still able to enjoy enjoy this time outside and make memories um, if it's a, an absolutely like a wilderness uh, Easter egg hunt in spring, or if it's a uh, turkey dinner, they're just wanting to make these dreams a reality now and not wait. Well, I guess uh, for sure we have all age demographics and there is even the younger generation looking to purchase um, recreation type properties. They there's two, I think, two reasons for, primarily for that. One is affordability. I mean, as I alluded to earlier, you can still pick up a, you know, a back uh, a vacant lot, you know, twenty twenty five thousand uh, dollars. You can pick up some, you know, seasonal type cottages for 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 you know hundred hundred fifty thousand dollars. They still exist. So I guess I'm seeing it, and maybe Julie has too. I'm seeing in some cases where, you know, the kids are looking and the parents are helping. Um, because then the parents can use it as well. And I have some clients right now, just as by way of an example, who live in the city that are looking for a cottage. Their parents live in Saskatchewan. And they're going to maybe enjoy, the, the parents might enjoy it when COVID allows. They'll allow them to come out, come here and en enjoy it over the summer and, and, and be with the kids and the grandkids at the cottage. Well, Julie and Reg, we've had some great discussion so far, and I have a few takeaways from your comments on the recreational market. Property in Manitoba is affordable. You have options. Location is important to buyers and buyers wanna find something now. David, you're absolutely correct. You don't have to be a millionaire to look to own a recreation property in our lovely province. And I would absolutely emphasize the affordability. Um, it's very affordable. People are purchasing these properties and, and they're coming back and telling me, wow, I never would have expected we would have this much fun. And, and they don't even have a, a building on the property yet, but they're, they're heading there every weekend and they're telling me the sunsets just look different out here. I don't know what it is. It's, it's just different. What about the stars? exactly so, right this, i mean night that at nighttime it's it's i find it quite ironic that the number of people who mention that because when you look up in the sky at night in the cottage country compared to looking at it maybe in the under the city lights it's totally totally different gazing at the stars you can do that from your cottage quite easily or a hot tub true <laughs> well and that's another thing it's the same moon that's over me when i'm at home but for some reason when you're out there and and there's a full moon out you just have to go outside and and stare up at it and wonder it's it's absolutely um amazing and and it's shocking how many people uh share that same view well guys this has been awesome and you know, honestly, as, as someone who doesn't have a second property, I feel you're luring me in here by the second. Well, there's one thing I'd like to add that I, I didn't put enough emphasis on earlier, but a lot of people think if they want a, a little uh, piece of green space that they're giving up technology. 
no, you don't have to anymore. So in a lot of the areas, it's full high speed internet. So that has actually changed our market a lot. As Reg had mentioned earlier, we have more and more people that are working from home. And if home is now being their cottage, um, they're able to do that. So just because you're, you're heading out for the weekend and you're, you're heading into the pines and you're, you're kind of giving up maybe some of the amenities that Winnipeg has to offer. Well, guess what? You, you're still only just a click away from home. You can uh, check all your emails and, and have full um, utilization of your phone. And yeah, so that is something that is, I believe, a misconception out there for some people. I always look at it this way, and, and I think it touches to people quite easily, is homes are needs. We all need a home, but cottages are wants. And when you get into the, the want of something, it's fun. If I had my choice or my way, I'd sell cottages every day, all day long compared to selling homes. Not that I don't mind selling homes. It's just that for, for a lot of reasons, it's less stressful. Well, Reg, I could not agree more. Well said. And we like to ask a question at each at the at the conclusion of each of our episodes, and we call it the crystal ball question. So can you gaze into the crystal ball for me? And where do you see the market going here for the remainder of the year? Well, I, I think you're going, to, I don't think it's just going to be the remainder of the year, David. Uh, firstly, I'm not sure anybody that's been in real estate anticipated the activity that's been created within the last year on all types of real estate, including the recreation property. I just, I got to think that uh, that's probably going to continue for a while. And I, I see it going, you know, for sure for this year and maybe even beyond just because I think more and more Manitobans by way of, unfortunately, by way of COVID have, have come to realize that we do have a great province. I think for the remainder of the year, it's going to continue to be strong. Our rural market out here has just been crazy, same as it's been in Winnipeg and the recreational market as well. And typically in June, July, I actually see things calm down a bit. And I think people are, are planning their summer retreats. If it's uh, wherever they're wanting to go spend some time there, they're usually have, will have bought a property uh, prior to June and July uh, in previous years. And, and this year, absolutely not. It is not starting to slow down at all. And I think we're going to just see it consistent through the end of the year. I want to wrap up with a fun question here. So maybe in, in 30 seconds or less to each of you, describe your perfect recreational property in Manitoba. I think everybody's idea of recreation is slightly different. However, my idea would be is something or some place that I can enjoy with my family and with my friends and also can enjoy it just with my wife and I. For me, it's when you know, you know. Um, it's where you plant your feet and, and at the end of the day, your stresses just melt away. And if it's the, the pine trees that are swaying around you, whatever the, the case may be, or that you can actually see the sky or, or actually take time to look at the sky. It's the same sky that we all look at, but for some reason, when you just um, you remove yourself from the everyday hustle bustle, um, everything changes. You just have an open mind to, to really enjoy things. And I, I think that's what's most important. 
Well, Reg, Julie, thank you so much for the great conversation and the great insight on the recreational property market in Manitoba. To all our listeners, thanks for joining us for episode two of Real Talk Manitoba. My name is David von Mayenfeld, and please stay tuned for episode three and even more great discussion on the real estate market in Manitoba. Thank you.